Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Wednesday morning. So, Bill Self got himself a pretty nice little payday at KU. Not surprised there, though. Well, not really, except the amount of money is the most, (laughs) get this, the most ever paid to a basketball coach at a public university. Now, you have to remove the private universities from that because they answer only to themselves. But at KU, how about $9,440,000 a year? That's what it averages out to. Now, it won't mean that's what he gets every year, but it'll it'll fluctuate one year over another, but it averages out to over $9 million. And that's the most ever paid to a, a basketball coach at a public institution. Certainly, KU is that. Evidently, the university thinks that he's worth it. He has 567 wins and, of course, the national title in 2022. Man is, is really a great, great coach and a really good recruiter, and he has a good recruiting staff. Look at the people they get in him. My goodness sake. He's had everybody. Most recent NBA Most Valuable Player, Joel Embiid of Philadelphia. He's a, he's a KU guy, and they, that's just one example. They've had so many others dating back to the days of Clyde Lovellett and Wilt Chamberlain and people of that caliber. Pretty, pretty doggone good historic basketball program, and Bill Self is going to reap those rewards. Yeah, and he's done a good job maintaining that heritage. I know it's one of those things you got to just you got to be able to maintain it and push it. He's been able to do that. And he was suspended last year for uh, four games because of some improprieties, but that happens because the rule book is so thick <laughs> you can't avoid breaking the rules somewhere. And sometimes I'm sure he's not the only one doing it. Uh, (laughs) World Series games did not have great ratings at all this year, did they? No, they didn't, but they did set uh, at least a precedent for the times of the games. The uh, World Series games averaged out. This is the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers averaged out to three hours, one minute. Now that's more than what the regular season was. And the reason is because Major League Baseball has come to the agreement with the TV networks that they can have more time for commercials. So the breaks are a little bit longer, but nonetheless, three hours, one minute. And considering the fact that the whole situation has changed, that's about 20 minutes less than what the World Series games have been. Have to get the money paid, you have to get the bills paid. They're very expensive, so that part of it is understandable. Regular season games down to about two hours and 30 some minutes, and that's a big help. I remember where I I don't know if it was the women's NCAA tournament had more viewers or someone actually put broke down, but it was some some women's sport had more viewers. It than was this the year. Iowa LSU. Game I think that's what it was. Year. Yeah, yeah. And, Which, and rightfully so because you had two great players, and those two may compete again this year. They're they're certainly playing, and who knows what can happen in March. Well, I just thought that was interesting. But again, I mean, you were talking about two teams in a in areas that probably don't have a lot of fans in any other parts of the country (laughs) definitely not here that's for sure so obviously uh there's been kind of a dark cloud over one of the top teams in college football for the last month or so when it broke that they might be stealing some signs well one guy has taken the fall anybody else one guy got fired and that's the guy who actually was in attendance now you have to understand nothing really has happened yet but the university has been put on notice that punitive action awaits well that could mean the suspension of Jim Harbaugh as head coach, but you have to understand, and a lot of people don't realize this, that the NCAA does not outlaw stealing signs. That is not a violation of any rule. There is no rule that says you can't steal signs. 
but there are rules against a person and in-person scouting. You can't send a person to a scout the games, that's out. And the use of electronic equipment to steal those signs, that's a no-no. And that's where Michigan apparently, allegedly, has run afoul of the rules. But as, as far as stealing signs, no, there's, there's no rule that says that they can't do it. Considered somewhat unethical, but <laughs> since when did ethics ever play any kind of a role in life? Anyway, we'll see what happens, but I do think Michigan's going to pay a price for this. That's crazy. You would think after all this time since the uh, <clears throat> Patriots videotaped a certain team's practice before their second run for the Super Bowl, that other people would learn, but you know what? It just tells me that everyone's still doing it, and those are just the guys that got caught. So now we have the bowl rankings. They make us wait. <laughs> till the middle of the week, so we have at least something to talk about on a Wednesday. Your thoughts on how things are looking now? Well, no change at the top because all those teams want Ohio State, Georgia 1 and 2, Michigan 3, Florida State 4. But that is quite likely to change here because, after all, Michigan and Penn State play this weekend, and uh, Ohio State has Michigan to play. So somewhere along the line in the remaining bowl rankings, this is going to change. You have Washington 5 and Oregon 6, and both of them are just waiting to take over. Now, much of the focus here fell on Missouri. I did not think Missouri would fall very far, and they did not. They went from 12 to 14. That's still a hugely respectable ranking, 14th in America in the bowl rankings. It's going to get Mizzou, if they can maintain that, uh, a pretty doggone good bowl game. Now, Missouri plays Tennessee this weekend up in Columbia, and that'll be that'll be a tough challenge. But the Tigers have had success against the Volunteers in the past. Florida and Arkansas still await, and Missouri's capable of winning all those games. So we'll see, but right now, the Tigers are 14th and headed for pretty doggone good bowl game. And so are my Missouri State Wildcats. They're still in the top 25, right there at number 25. And <laughs> I know it would have been a lot higher up in the list had they won that game in Texas, which was close. But giving them that kind of a game kept them in the top 25. And, and, and they'll get a good bowl game out of this, too. Kansas State's a very good football team. Yeah. And I like the future. It was kind of shaky when we lost arguably one of the greatest college football coaches, in my opinion. Now, looks like the future's looking good. Ned, we got uh, the NFL power rankings after they're showing in Germany where the Chiefs at. The Chiefs are in third place. Now, this is the NFL. The NF- There's so many power rankings. ESPN has one, and USA Today has one. They're all subjective, but the NFL one has Philadelphia ranked number one, and, and why not? They have an 8-1 and one record. The Kansas City Chiefs are in third place behind the Baltimore Ravens. Suddenly, the Ravens have engendered quite a bit of respect for their defense that they're playing. So that's the one, two, and three. Philadelphia, Baltimore, and Kansas City. I think it's all going to change somewhere along the line because, of course, Kansas City and Philadelphia play each other in the next game coming up on November 20th. Both teams are coming off bye weeks, and that will help. I think you'll see the teams at as full strength at this time of the year as they can possibly be. And the Ravens have had some interesting games. The one thing that kind of blows my mind is they were able to hold the Lions to six points and beat them by 38-6 to six after the showing in week one for the Chiefs. That kind of gives me a little bit of pause. Uh, luckily, we don't have to face them in the regular season, but there's a chance <laughs> we might see them in the postseason. Oh, so we'll see how that plays out and shakes down, Ned. Um, last but not least, we have the Bears and Lady Bears in the regular season as well. When do they see action again? Uh, the Bears will play again next Monday night here in town. They play Oral Roberts, and that is a significant basketball game. Oral Roberts was a Cinderella team in the NCAA last year and went a long way and gained a lot of respect coming out of the Summit League. 
Bears will play them. That will be tough. And the Lady Bears will play again a week from tonight. They will play St. Louis University, the Lady Billikens, up in St. Louis. And then the teams head to <laughs> what's interesting because there will be some other games before then. But the fact is they're both going on uh, some vacation trips. The Bears found this to be very interesting, Mike, because Florida Gulf Coast played Indiana last night in Bloomington, Indiana. This is the Hoosiers out of the Big Ten and a team that's highly respectable. Indiana won 69-63. to The Bears will play Florida Gulf Coast in the Virgin Islands uh, in about a week and a half or two weeks. Anxious to see that one. Florida Gulf Coast is very, very good. I think the Bears are too. We'll see what happens. Ned, you have a wonderful Wednesday, and I will see you tomorrow, sir.